today what we're going to do is, um, this particular topic, the turning point, we want, we're going to dissect it. When we dissect it, when we discuss it, we can actually go to the deeper aspect of that topic and actually access powerful wisdom. So I want to show you a picture, so if we go to the next picture. So this is um, a picture, next one. So this is me in Africa, this is in Rwanda, we were staying in a Sikh temple um, and they were hosting us. So there you'll see all these students. So in Africa there's a, there's a place called Kisumu. You guys heard of Kisumu? Yes. It's in Nairobi, right? It's in a small town. And there we were actually working in a school where the students, the kids, were either orphanage or they were street kids. Okay? And there they get shelter, food, education, everything. Specifically, uh, they were talking about a specific book uh, called, take a while guess. Excellent. 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 You've elevated your understanding consciousness to the next level. When you're actually at that level, now you're receptive to understand more deeper aspects of the Gita. This enables you to actually elevate your consciousness further. This gives you access to deeper concepts. Does that make sense? So it's always exponentially increasing the wisdom. So Gita is a very powerful book, and I learned many, many, many lessons from this book. You know, and one of the key lessons of the Bhagavad Gita was um, Actually, I'd like to share certain, certain lessons I learned from the Gita. Is that okay? So we'll make it quite practical and interactive, and then we'll see how it goes. Okay, so the first lesson I learned from the Gita is, does anyone know what this word says? Mediocre. Mediocre, right? What does that mean? Average. Average. Who wants to live a mediocre life? Put your hand up. Okay, we don't. How many of us do you think we're living a mediocre life? We do, right? So it's interesting because mediocre life, you don't want to live like that. Get out of it because you're missing out. So it's interesting. Gita teaches us that don't live, don't live a mediocre life because when you do, you miss out a great opportunity. But by applying spiritual wisdom, guess what happens? I actually added value to. Second lesson, can I share with you? Second lesson? Yes. So I need to, for this one, I need a volunteer, please. Yes. Uh, Ujala. Ujala. Okay. So can we get around those people? Is that a card? What do you think this represents? Relationships, right? So sometimes we invest so much time and energy in relationship, but what we end up finding is that the very person that's supposed to give us a lot of happiness. Jenny, they're the ones who give us the most misery. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, this is... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say stop. No? <laughs> yeah, no worries. Father's back. Was that your part? Obviously, no. What do you think this represents? Money. 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 Well, they think maybe this is what happiness is, you know? Money and wealth. But actually, it's nothing like that. Actually, he's mentioned... So, my friend was saying, he was quite spiritual. He goes, when you actually add elements for a child in your life, then you have knowledge of where happiness lies, okay? So then he says, when you have knowledge, then you know where to seek for happiness. Random cards? 
Yeah. yeah, round and side, I want you to say stop, wherever you want, I'm doing this slowly, say stop. Stop. Yeah? yeah. Or move on. Stop, yeah. <laughs> 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 you guys are just so easy, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's blue, it's not blue, okay? Because you have the knowledge now, say stop wherever you want. Stop. Yeah? yeah. Or move on. Make it better. Shall we make it better? Right? Once you know the knowledge of where to find happiness, you can actually teach others to find the happiness. So pick anyone in the room and then we'll try and yeah, you can say it. Okay, we'll try it. Okay, no, no, just, just from there. Just say stop and I'm going to get her to stop. Uh, pick your card, right? Say stop. Stop. Yeah? We'll move on. That's it, stop. Move on. <laughs> oh. But, but one thing is you got to understand. My friend told me that, you know, JD, happiness is nothing to do with external. It's always within you. It's an inside job. Because when you shift your consciousness, right? Check this out, right? Right now your consciousness shifted. Random cards? Can you see that? But when you shift your consciousness, guess what happens? No! <laughs> Success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Wow, we need to take Alright, listen guys. Self-development, improving, growing, right? Good. Anything else? 
Knowledge. Okay, wisdom, knowledge. Yes. We're always looking for that. If I have that, I'll be happy and successful. Someone have a hand up over here? Yes. Money, yeah. Let's be real now. Yeah, you want money? I'll, I'll give you a blank. Just get a blank piece of paper. Write mediocre down. You know, turn it into eight parts. Flip it over. And you get money. Alright, so money gives you happiness and success. True. Good. Bring it on. What else? Yes, sorry. Right now, I just want to know, like, if something is given to you, or something happens to you, you're happy. I want to know what is that thing or situation. Yes. I think, I'm just putting on the word, but um, I guess finding something that gives you momentum, like something you're passionate about. Okay. Like doing, so say, your job to be something that you actually like, care about. Passion or hobby? Yeah. Or career? Passion yeah. career, perhaps. Okay, good. Thank you. Comfort. What was that? Comfort. Comfort. Yeah, yeah comfort. Gives you, yeah, if you're comfort, you're chilling, good Wi Fi. Good to be in the center. That's good. I'm happy. I've got good Wi Fi. What else? Even little things. Um, to be able to like, travel and see places. Yeah, exploring life, adventures in life, right? What else? What do students always like doing? Drink. <laughs> so I didn't say drink of drugs, but yeah, sometimes people think intoxication actually does give them happiness and. You know, the buzz that they're seeking for, they think intoxicant can give. Good. A few more. What do students like doing? Studying. <laughs> 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 we'll put that study, but I'm not quite sure if that's what this year happens. Yes. Doing well in exams, good. But just standard stuff that students love doing. Society. Society, yeah? Okay, society. What else? Socializing, good. What else? Thank you. That's what I was like. Simple things. Food. Food. Right? Food. You're happy. If you have food, you're happy. What else? Sleep. Okay, good. Like, um, but how much, how much uh, sleep do you guys need? Average? Five hours? Five hours? Six hours? Seven hours? Eight hours? Nine hours? Ten hours? Sleep is something that students always like. How many of you have 9 o'clock lectures? Do you, do you actually go to it? My pleasure, I, I did not go to any 9 o'clock lectures. You know what I used to do? I'm not promoting this. We used to sign in, you have to sign in. And those days where it's not old schools, so you have register. So you just text your mate, can you sign me in? And then he'll just sign me in. So ironically, I didn't go to any 9 o'clock lectures, but yet I had 100% attendance. You know? um, <laughs> Anyways, I'm not proud of it. Um, but yeah, okay, good, thank you. What stops you from achieving all these things? Okay, comfort. Sometimes when you're too comfortable, you just settle and then you don't progress. Thank you. Yes? Distractions. I mean, do you guys have those distractions in, in, in life? What are your distractions? Social media, right, of course. How many of you press refresh on your social media pages or Facebook or. Instagram. Instagram have refresh? Obviously it shows I don't have Instagram, right? Okay, good. Distractions, social media, what else? Emotions, also. So I, I just wonder what stopped you from uh, achieving all those things? Yes? Um, maybe different other people's version of your happiness, so say like your parents or yeah. your kids. Um, what they, yeah. 
So rather than us defining happiness, we let other people define what happiness is for us, right? And this is like a, a vicious cycle, a trick we all fall into. So it's very important to become cautious of that. Thank you. Who else? Yes? Fail. What was Fail. that? Fail. Failing. No, fear, like being scared. Fear. Oh, fear. Okay, fear. Okay, sorry. Fear. Okay, good. So fear is something that you know stops you from achieving what you want. Any last few points? Yes. Uh, ignorance. Ignorance. Is ignorance bliss? No. No, it's a myth. Do not fall into that trap. Okay. Ignorance is definitely not bliss. Yes. Self doubt. Self doubt. Right. That happens, especially when we start comparing ourselves with other people. Right. Like, who goes to Imperial? A lot of my friends went to Imperial. And they say it is super competitive, isn't it? Like even just uh, you know sharing answers and helping each other is no no, right? It's just me and uh, anyways. This was back in the days. I don't know if it still happens. But yeah, sometimes when you see someone achieve great things, you start questioning. You know, I'll never be this good. So self doubt actually impedes your progress and growth in life. Thank you. Last few points. Motivation. Lack of motivation. Okay, so lack of motivation. Yeah, what's that word that, like, I think we may be familiar with, it begins with P? Procrastination. Are you guys know what that is? Procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's interesting, when you want to, you have to study, you find out random things to do, which is not important, like cleaning the room, perhaps, I don't know, uh, you know, things like it's in your to-do list, but it's not so urgent. Good. Alright, and the last thing I wanted to share with you guys is, what emotions is left when your goals are not achieved? Guilt. You feel guilty. What else? <laughs> Frustration, guilt, frustration, anything else? Anxiety. Anxiety, which leads to what? Depression. Depression, stress, anxiety, any other feelings? Lost. You feel lost, confused, lack of clarity. What else? Regret. You feel, yeah, of course, you don't know, regret that I didn't do this. Yeah, you can just put a circle and then just shift it, it's fine, as long as we can see the distinction. Thank you. And last few points. And I'll tell you why we're doing this. Okay, good. That's fine, I think we've got enough. Well, no, no, there was more, wasn't it? Like there's guilt, uh, regret, depression, anxiety, stress, negativity. Is that right? Yeah? Okay, good. Alright, perfect. So why are we talking about this? The reason why we're talking about this is because, as we know, Bhagavad Gita, if we go, go to that side, everyone knows what the Gita is? Yeah? Um, just quickly, what is a Gita? What is a Gita? Thank you, thank you. Can we get a round of applause for... What is a Gita? Bhagavad Gita is a conversation that takes place on a battlefield 5,000 years ago, right? This is a conversation between two, person, two personalities, who are they? Arjun and Krishna. Krishna representing a teacher, a friend, or in, 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 um, in this text, also God. Arjuna represents who? His student. But who does he represent? He's a warrior, but he represents all of us. Arjuna is on a journey where he's looking for happiness and success. Okay? He's on a journey, but this battlefield becomes the biggest turning point in Arjuna's life. Why? Because if we look at that list, you know the list of A? That is all the things Arjuna had. Okay? Arjuna was looking for happiness and he was looking for success. And he got all of them. 
he was very intelligent. In fact, he was the smartest uh, student in the Gurukul system back in the day. He was the uh, best at what? What was his speciality? He was the greatest warrior, and specifically, his speciality was um, archery. Right, bow and arrow. It's not the archery that we know in today's day and age where you just get a bow and shoot and that's it. Actually, he knew the science. By using mantras, he can create fire weapon, he can create water weapon, uh, he can even create a weapon made from air. That's how powerful and advanced um, weaponry skills was back in the days. He was content in life, he, he, had, he controlled his mind. All right? It's mentioned that Arjuna was Godakesh, like he didn't need sleep, he conquered sleep. Okay? He had great health, um, he was stable in life, he had loads of wisdom, he was the wealthiest man in the world. Why? Because his family ruled the entire world. Okay, the prime this. Alright, he was very passionate about what he wanted to do, his life was blissful. But when you read the end of chapter 1 of the Gita, right, it shows that Arjuna had all of this, yet he was feeling all the negative emotions that we've written down over there. Arjuna was stressed, he was anxious, he was depressed. You know, he was lost, he was confused, and he had no clarity of thought. And this became the turning point of Krishna's life, uh, in Arjuna's life. And this is when Krishna now started giving him powerful wisdom. Okay? And Krishna basically, in summary, I'm going to actually quickly summarize, explains that things is not going to give you happiness. All these things is not going to give you happiness. You have to understand your state of consciousness. It's mentioned your happiness is actually dependent on the state of of your consciousness that you're at. You have access to five levels of consciousness. Okay? And what are they? If we go to the next slide. The five levels of consciousness is called Anamaya, Pranamaya, Manamaya, Vigyanamaya, and Anandamaya. Okay, that's in Sanskrit. But just to simplify, first level of consciousness we have access to is the physical, uh, the Anandamaya. That's all the things, anything physical, we think, if we're on that level of consciousness, we think anything that satisfies the body is going to make me happy. So things like food and sleep come in that category. Does that make sense? I mean, food and sleep gives us happiness, right? But does it give you contentment in life? No, you know there's something more. Then you go to the next level. So pranamized life force. This is where we know I'm a living being, I have to protect myself, I have people, relationship. This is happiness on an emotional and social level. Okay, so this is where we try to achieve things in life on that platform. If we think happiness is on social emotional level, we're just at level two of our consciousness. By the way, this is hierarchy. Level three is on a mental platform. Sense of achievement, sense of knowledge, sense of the idea that I can solve problems in life, that sense of happiness is far greater than food and sleep. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's level three. Level four is on the intellectual platform. This is where spiritual journey begins. This is where you start understanding, actually, I'm not this body, right? And I'm nothing physical that I have right now. I'm something beyond that. Actually, I have a spiritual identity. So this is where your spiritual journey begins, okay? And another mind is the final um, stage of your consciousness where the hunger for your happiness and success can only be satisfied at that level. Does that make sense, right? So if you look at society nowadays, which level of consciousness do they kind of just revolve around, in general? In general, where do they kind of, uh, uh, kind of, you know, go up and down from? Which levels? Mainly the first and the second one. People are looking for happiness in there, sometimes on the third level. 
the very people actually tap into Vidyana on undermine. And that's why you'll see, until we don't come into that platform, your uh, hunger for happiness, your hunger for happiness and success will never be satisfied or fulfilled. So Krishna explains in the Gita, actually, only when we elevate our consciousness can we actually achieve what we're looking for. And when you're at that level of consciousness, you function to the optimum level in this world. So whether it's your studies, whether it's your career, whether it's your relationship, nothing external that's beyond your control phase you out. So you can stay focused, determined, and actually achieve what you meant to achieve. Does that make sense? So it's a very powerful science that Krishna explains in the Bhagavad Gita, and it's something that we should also actually learn. So just a final message, no, I want to throw out to you guys that in your life, you're going to be tested. You will be tested, because that's the nature of this world. The successful people are those who can actually know the signs of, in the testing time, they actually use that as an opportunity for growth. Okay? So your turning point in life, whenever you go through struggles, whenever you go through failures, whenever you have these turning points, understand there's actually an opportunity for you to elevate your consciousness. Because that's when you can speed up the elevation of consciousness. Um, and I want to leave one with you guys with one last quote before we open the question and answer. Is when I look in this room, I see a bunch of intelligent people. I see the future leaders of this society. You know, you guys come from good upbringing, you've got good, you know, um, background, good knowledge. You can actually do a lot of things in this world. But you know, one thing's going to stop you from achieving that. And that is being too comfortable, which will lead to procrastination. You know? There is there's a revolution needed in the world out there. It's a crazy world we're living out there. I, I right now I work with a lot of people from different charities, especially people suffering from mental health. This is one of the biggest disease we have in our society nowadays. How many people commit suicide because of physical um, pain? Hardly. Suicide is because of what? Mental. It's mental pain. So Krishna explains in the Gita. Actually, one thing it teaches you in the Bhagavad Gita is it teaches you the most complex thing that exists in this world. What do you think the most complex thing in this world there is? What's the most complex thing that you know that exists in this world? The mind. The mind. Right? The mind is the most complex thing in the world out there. But it's interesting, how many times have we been taught to understand how our mind functions? Have you been taught that? Never. So no wonder we're so dysfunctional in this world. So Krishna teaches you the basics. Now, what is your mind? Are you your mind? You know, how can you re-engineer your mind so you can actually become an instrument in uh, bringing happiness to others? Like that. So I want to leave you with a quote before we open for a short question and answer. It says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Okay, let that be your meditation. Because, um, like I said, like, you guys' situation is great, materially speaking, and it's so easy to get into com comfortable lifestyle. You know, but you are actually uh, born to do something greater than just having a comfortable life. So I want to thank you for your time um, and your participation. It's great for me when I meet like young, enthusiastic people. I, I learn a lot. You know, your inquisitiveness fans my curiosity, inquisitiveness as well. So I want to actually express my gratitude. I hope that was useful. What you're looking for, only the source can provide. And really, your real happiness and success come from exchange of pure, unconditional love, which Krishna provides. So the whole purpose of meditation and yoga is to elevate your consciousness. And one of the best techniques that we use for uh, elevating our consciousness is mantra meditation. Sound is a very powerful, powerful tool.
tool that um, our tradition teaches that by just using sound vibration, you can actually elevate your consciousness. In fact, if you look at your life, it's mentioned that you are, whoever you are today is because of the sounds you've received in the past. When you're around a lot of positive people, what do you think will happen to you? You become positive, you actually take on those traits. When you hang around with negative people, what do you think will happen? It's the sound that you take in. So similarly, just like material sound can elevate your consciousness or degrade it, spiritual sound can tap into your real self, your true self, where you can actually tap into your love, your hidden potentials. And that. Is that okay? Does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but... Um, you can... can you, so I guess just to clarify then, it is something that you can kind of elevate yourself to, but if, do you... Can you do them over different periods of time? Yeah, so when, when you achieve Ananda Mai, all the others get fulfilled automatically. So it's not that you have to go from one stage to the next, you can jump. Does that make sense? The more we practice spirituality, the more you actually fulfill all the other needs. Right? Like, like you know, sometimes, because you know that uh, your happiness is not dependent on food, you just eat enough food that will maintain the body. You won't overindulge because your happiness is coming from somewhere else. Does that make sense? Yeah, because your source of happiness is something else, you know you've got the higher taste. Um, that's, that's why you will actually, all this stuff will just remain basic and you tap into what's actually important. Okay, so I think, time's up. So uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll give it back to the organizers and then we can go around time.